What's up, y'all? You know who this is. It's the Real King, man. You're listening to King's Firmament. I'm your host. Uh, did I say it's real already? Okay, yeah, I said it already. Let's beat them tweets. Um, today is about the health care crisis that's going on today in America and more likely in the United States as well. But we are in a real bad situation that we need to get up out of. And, you know, the pandemic has made the United States healthcare crisis far more dire. And you got to fix it, man. Because I'm going to um, tell you about this article. Um, well, I'm just going to start talking about it. Okay. When it comes to our current healthcare system, the waste, cruelty, and dysfunction was glaringly obvious even before the herd pandemic. We are now experiencing today as millions of Americans lose their jobs and, and their uh, health care benefits come with them that come with the job. I mean, it is now virtually impossible for any rational person to defend the system unique among wealthy countries that ties health care to employment and is designed only to make huge profits for the insurance industry and drug companies while ignoring the needs of ordinary Americans. And that's every day. Every day right now, that's what they're doing. They don't care, man. It's all about a dollar. People are, man, listen, man. People are literally dying, man. Dying. Before the, pan- before the pandemic, 87 million people were uh, uninsured or uh, underinsured in the country, right? And more than 30,000 people died every year because they couldn't get to the doctor when they needed to see one. Joe, more than half a million families declare bankruptcy each year because of the medical-related debt. Like, come on, bro. Like, y'all, this, y'all don't see this shit? Like, don't nobody talk about this shit? One out of five Americans cannot afford the outrageously priced prescription drugs. There are doctors prescribed to them, man. And our healthcare outcomes from uh, from maternal deaths to life, uh, infant uh, mortality lag behind most of their industries, nations, man. Think about that shit. Like, that's... Come on, G. Y'all don't see these motherfuckers making that, that money. They making the bread... Uh, the moolah. Man, look. I know, look. What well, I'm just reading, they said, um, the United States still spends nearly 11000 on health care for every adult and child, more than twice the average of other major countries. And why is that? And that was, I think that was before the um, pandemic, I think. When I was reading that, come on, bro, real. You gotta think about it. 
As I'm talking right now, people are losing their jobs, bro. More than 26 million Americans have lost their job, bro. And now face a crisis unique among advanced countries. You hear me? Look, for most of them, their healthcare was tied to their jobs, man. So when they, you know, when they leave their jobs or they can let they get let go, they ain't got no health care. None. So as because of that, I think it's say up to thirty five million, uh, thirty five million Americans are estimated to see their health coverage disappear in the middle of their uh, COVID nineteen nightmare because that ain't over with, bro. They got a new strand of COVID that's out. They ain't talking about none of that shit. New strand of COVID that came out right. New strand of SARS that came out right. But they won't help nobody. In healthcare, bro, they cutting everything, bro. Like, come on, bro. Man, look, premiums for who retain their health insurance in this crisis could increase up to about forty percent. So you're already paying a high price for the insurance, right? It's gonna go up forty percent. You get what I say when people work, like. Nowadays, work for a check to get things done. And people wonder why. I ain't going to lie. People wonder why. People be hustling. <laughs> and I ain't talking about, you know, the bad way. Selling plates. You know what I mean? Cleaning our houses. Starting their own cleaning services. PCA services. But the PCA services ain't doing nothing right now because of the healthcare crisis, you know? Yeah, think about it. Remember, do y'all remember it was like, what, 34,000 coronavirus medical bills? You know what I'm saying? That, that uh, I think, uh, uninsured remains terrified of going bankrupt, CG, just to get tested and treated for COVID-19. Y'all remember that? In many cases, they couldn't afford uh, to go to the doctor or the hospital so they'll sit there with the shit. Respiratory problems. People dying. Are you serious, bro? But it's not... But what the people fail to realize, right, it's... It's steady growing, bro. It's, it's growing and growing and growing, man. It's growing, man. Like, it's shit crazy, man. Like, look. Our public health system is incredibly weak, man. For real, in part because of consistent federal disinvestments, you know what I'm saying, that have uh, decimated too many public, you know what I'm saying, health agencies. Fucking them up. You hear me? In most states, we lack the capability to significantly increase the level of coronavirus testing and contact tracing. You know, a contract, uh, contact tracing. We need to begin to safely reopen. You know, so he reopened the economy. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, think about it. And in, in twenty, okay. 
three years ago, the student debt crisis reached one billion six hundred and ninety-six million forty-seven. Uh, what was that? Uh, one hundred forty-seven thousand three hundred and eleven and six hundred and twenty dollars. I don't even know if I said that shit right. Real price gouging and shit, man. It's crazy, bro. Don't nobody wanna, um, you know, want to say speak on that shit. I don't want to speak on that shit. And then I'd be like, shit, you know. Look, the healthcare, the healthcare crisis, man, is a progressive and massive rise in costs, coupled with a failure of systems to provide care to a large minority of population. Do I gotta say it again? A progressive and massive rise in cost, coupled with a failure of the system to provide care to a large minority of the population. Let that sit for a minute. <laughs> Let that shit sit for a minute, Fufu. You know what I mean? Did I, you know that like, like hospitals, they can't, you know, raise their rates to cover and, you know, increase costs. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy, man. And then they think that, you know, people don't be the... That people don't be, uh... Like, paying attention to this shit, bro. They think people don't be paying attention to this shit. I pay attention to it because... I pay attention to it because, uh... I'm in a situation where I need to depend on you no know, certain people to help me, you know. I'm disabled myself. I don't let that um make me who I am though. You know? I don't let that make me who I am. Not at all. Because like I said, I'm the one who has to uh, be able to um, fight. Can nobody fight for me? But me. You know, nobody but me. You know? Like, y'all, they think 2.3% ain't a lot. That's a lot, bro. That is a lie. You know, the industry faces difficult conditions in 2023, man. And it's probably because of, uh, like, the continuing high inflation rates and labor shortages. They tell me they expect improvement in 2024 and beyond. Motherfucker, how? 
This shit ain't even fuck fixed. This it's hey, hey, America, America. This shit ain't even fixed, fool. Boo for them, cause they tripping. Yeah, boo they ass. They tripping, man. They be tripping, man. Look, let me tell you something. <laughs> this shit here, man. How they gonna fix it? They, they, we still in the crisis right now. Fuck 2024. So they said by 2025, an integrated digital first healthcare delivery model signposts patients to the most appropriate care settings. Uh, no, I don't believe it. None of that. I don't believe that shit. I don't believe that shit. They, they lying their ass off. I wonder, I wonder, uh, you know, I, 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 I ain't, you know, I ain't with all the bullshit, but to be honest, motherfuckers should invest in healthcare. For real. A motherfucker should invest in healthcare, man. And maybe, and maybe some shit might turn around. For real. Like, I be thinking about, <laughs> like, look, G, they already talking about this. Look, they talking about the digital doctor, cancer cures in a dad, and uh, cancer cures in a dish, the uh, mundane and the uh, fantastic. What was the other one? Uh, the smart hospital room, genetic testing for all, and uh, broader diagnoses. And a very uh, patient device. So that's what they're expecting in the next 10 years, bro. The next, uh, America. America, 10 years. How the fuck? Sir, sir, man, sir. I just want to say, how? How, man? Like, how, how the fuck? How is that even possible? Y'all ain't even got shit fixed now. Dang it, what's the all? Oh, ain't even got shit fixed now. Like, man, tell us how y'all gonna fix this shit. Right y'all talking about, we think how it's gonna be in 2024 and 25. Motherfucker, we in 2023 right now. Tell me what the father fuck gonna happen now. I need to know, player. Echo. Mew TV. Okay. Yeah, man. On average, men in the United States are five feet nine inches tall. I didn't tell that bitch to say nothing, y'all. I, I swear. didn't quite get that. Tell me again. Stop listening. Bitch. You know, this bitch just trying to fuck up my shit. You saw that? Dirty bitch. But back to what the fuck I was saying. I mean, I ain't even, I ain't adding shit. I'm keeping it like that. I ain't adding shit. I want to, I want to break it right now for trying to fuck up my shit. Bitch. But, uh, we still in the, <laughs> we in a crisis, man, for real, bro. Ain't nobody, don't nobody want to talk about this shit. I'm scared, though. I'm scared that 
it's gonna be a lot of more deaths. I'm scared that uh, I'm scared that uh, it's gonna be death all around us for a minute, man. You know. Uh, I have older aunties, my mom, me, um, that's um, not trying to be on the end of the stick when the, you know, when this shit hit the fan. We at least try to, goddamn it, try to, you know, at least try to be okay or something. You know, I don't know what the fuck the fuck to say, y'all. All I know is the shit fucked up around here. You know? It's like when you lose your job or you lose that insurance, because let me tell me, look, it may, it may, man, look, it straight, it may stay, it may, boy, bye. You're on the real. I ain't gonna even lie to you. I ain't gonna even lie to you. I ain't gonna hold you on that. No, I'm serious. I ain't gonna hold you on that. Um, I do about this crisis, man. Um, I think that was in like January 2023. I was reading about the the Minnesota Hospital Association. Uh, It was saying that uh, New Minnesota Hospital Association data shows that almost 2,000 patients eligible for transfer to a continuing care setting are stuck in need in hospital beds. They got shortest of beds, bro. You know? And also, uh, what was that in St. Paul? It reveals a major problem in the statewide care system as well. Hospitals and health systems are struggling to properly discharge patients to uh, appropriate care settings. Like, you know, like for me, for instance, um, I'm in a rehab transitional, so I'll be going somewhere else. Um, But, you know, Leaving here and going somewhere else, you know, you got to be staff, staff, um, and they struggling to do that. You know, people don't some because some people like need help twenty four seven. Like I say, like me, some people don't need it. Some people do, and it's hard to find that. Um, you know, it's hard to find that man. Uh, December two thousand twenty two. Uh, nearly 2,000 patients were um, eligible for transfer to a continuing care setting such as a nursing home, group home, or a residential mental uh, health uh, treatment facility, but could not be discharged from inpatient care due to their lack of capacity in, uh, you know, in care settings. Uh, this resulted into like, like 14,000 extra hospital patient days. Um, it's a reflection of the uh, recent patient uh, census situation. Census 
census situation in both royal and um, urban hospitals. And that's the truth, y'all. Uh, you know, I'm one of them patients that was eligible to go to a uh, group home, residential, uh, uh, residential uh, living, you know. They don't call them group homes no more. Um, you know, it's like, it's like, with me, it was uh, like, like, okay, like, discharge uh, delays, you know, harm patient health outcomes, you know, for real, and recovery. Because the places that they were showing me, you know, I was looking at other people that was there and, you know, paying attention to how their care was or how they was getting taken care of and why they was in, you know, their uh, house you know, or they, you know, assisted living. Um, I went to a couple of places, you know, a couple of places I didn't agree on. Due to that, you know, they, they cared. I saw a man... Um, I saw a man in a wheelchair, uh, just like me, uh, a wheelchair, uh, a motorized wheelchair. And I was coming to see the crib, right? I was coming to see it. And when he came and pulled up, you know, I pulled up in the back to check the back out, y'all. I checked the motherfucker back out, right? It's hot. Did the motherfucker. This one, Minnesota, was like about, I ain't gonna lie, like 85, 90 degrees. I'm hot. Did a motherfucker. I got all some motherfucking shorts in the tank top. You hear me? So I go see the back. Look, y'all. While this motherfucker man is tilt back in his motherfucking chair, sun beaming like a motherfucker, man. He's sweating so bad it look like water, motherfucking through water on his ass. They keep on throwing water on them. You know what I'm saying? You know, like you pour water. Like, what's that girl name? Did the wrecking ball shit in the water? That, that, that man, that. So I'm looking at this motherfucker like, what the father fuck? Then I look at her like, you don't see this shit? I'm looking at his hands. Nails longer than the motherfucker, bro. Like, ever scissor hand type shit. Look at his feet. Like, his feet ain't been clipped in I don't know how long. And the one of the ladies' name was Stella. She telling me, oh, he's been my um, resident for seven years. And he like that? The location worker, Katie, go tell me, well, Mr. King, um, you shouldn't look at that because people have care. No, ma'am, mm-mm, mm-mm. Because if I have my own, you know, assisted living program and housing patients who need care, if don't nobody come and care for them, I have the staff to help, you know what I'm saying, like bathe them, whatever they need, just even if they people don't show up, you know. I wouldn't have him just around my establishment like they're looking like that because people, first of all, people like me <laughs> go come and see the shit. And, and, and it's... Um, it's 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 good for the for the patient, you know. It's it's you feel way better. You feel like you don't feel like shit, man. You know when you when you get in a situation where you have to depend on people, you don't want to 
feel like shit. You know, when you start getting strength and start picking things back up, you know, and shit like that, it's it's it's, it's a real battle, man. When you win in situations like that, you know. Uh, yeah, but like I was saying, discharge delays harm patients' healthcare outcomes and recovery, and negatively impact other patients who require hospital care, leading to longer wait times in emergency departments or other forms of delayed care. And this is still going on right now, right the fuck now. Ain't shit changed. And this then it's just Minnesota. So imagine, you know. All around the world. You know, look what it said, man. It said the final, uh, the financial impact is almost significant because many payers do not reimburse hospitals and health systems for boarding these patients. Each extra patient day costs a hospital about $2,500. You hear me? That's almost $37 million in unreimbursed costs across Minnesota. The hospitals and the health system. Come on now. What the fuck? Did y'all hear what I just said, man? Man, look, hospitals and health systems are already hanging off the cliff, G, financially. I think it's with a sharp uh, decline of 172% decline for Q1 and Q2 over the same time period of 2021 in year-over-year operating margin, rising labor and supply costs, compounding a strained financial system with a broken care will result in pressure on hospitals and health systems, which makes everybody who depend on people, it fucks with them too. So, if it's, you know, it's, it's, it is severely fried, man. You know, they say, to, they, they, you know, they talking about like, what was him, um, Dr. Uh, Ruol, uh, Corrine, CEO and president of the MHA, says, and I quote, our collective mission is to care for Minnesotans in the right setting at the right time, no matter the circumstances, is in extreme jeopardy. Now, they are, now, now listen to me, let me tell you something, doctor. We know this. The thing is, I'm just trying to, you, everybody telling, saying that Minnesota's in a crisis. And shit like that, but who? What? What? What, what are we doing? What? What are we? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? What? What the fuck are we talking about? What the father? We talking about, man? What the father? Fuck is we talking about? Huh? Let me tell you something. There is a severe shortage of healthcare professionals across all areas of healthcare, including nursing homes, long-term acute caring settings, and hospitals, resulting in a lack of qualified professionals. You hear me? The lack of qualified professionals to care for 
and discharge patients in a timely manner. Minnesota hospitals and health systems reported a 25% increase in job vacancies last year. 2022. It's 2023, man. We only in the goddamn September. Um, we at the end of the year. So imagine, you know, that, that, that workforce crisis didn't went up. They're asking, look, MHA is asking for the state to take urgent action to help stabilize care capacity at Minnesota's hospitals and health systems. How are you going to do that? Okay, but well, look, you got to provide premium pay to nursing homes long-term care facilities, and other residential treatment facilities to admit high-accurate patients for care and treatment from the hospital, which they do lack that. And, 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 it, and it's, I'm, look, I'm just living proof of this shit. Everything I'm telling y'all, I'm living proof of it. You know, you got to provide temporary financial support for hospitals and health systems to offset the high cost of patients born in hospital beds and emergency rooms. Increasing medical assistance, MA, we're just talking about MA, reimbursements. So increase medical assistance, increase MA reimbursements to hospitals and health systems to better cover the cost of services provided by Minnesota's low income, low, I mean low income and um, underserved populations. Because that means they have trust MA. MA is a bunch of, bo- I could, why just tell y'all? Why just tell y'all? The other, one they have, the other thing they have to do is, you know what I'm saying, they got to uh, start supporting significant uh, resources of the healthcare uh, workforce through, you know, both existing um, and new, no, like new strategies, basically, man, for retention, recruitment, and development, you know. That's what they need. You know. But let me tell you something, man. The MHA, man, the MHA. And if for who don't know what that is, that's the Minnesota Hospital Association. It represents Minnesota hospitals and health systems, which employ more than 127,000 people, provide high-quality care for patients, and meet the needs of communities. They said since 1917, MHA has worked to provide Minnesotans, hospitals and health systems, with the resource, best practices, and guidance to provide an exceptional patient experience and high-quality affordable care that extends beyond the hospital walls. Um, at one point, yeah, it was like that. At one point, they try to make you know when you when they try to send you shit or tell you some goofy ass shit like that. That's that's how it used to be. Yeah, that's how that's how it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Like for real, this we is like the discharge is like the discharge gridlock because don't nobody just want to go anywhere. Don't nobody want to go just anywhere, bro. You know. So now. They have this uh this uh 2023 health and human services package. Um, 
I think they say they uh I think the Minnesota Democrats. You heard what I said, Minnesota Democrats passed a uh uh be human uh health and human services budget on the last day of the legislation session. It was arguing that the nearly $1.1 billion in new general fund spending over the next two years will give more Minnesotans access to the health care and social services they need. I think they need more than that. $1.1 billion ain't enough. They ain't enough. I don't think it's enough. Okay, now they say the bill is truly born of a commitment to our shared humanity. Sarah, Representative Tina uh, Lambling, you know, DFL Rochester, on the House floor. And I quote, <laughs> The bill, which according to the Senate, spends $6.2 billion from the state's general fund in the next two years, passed both chambers on party line votes. So now you can um, the, the the undocumented Minnesotans can enroll in Minnesota Care. That's what they saying. So I guess over uh, what they telling me, what I got right here, what I'm telling y'all, what they telling me is over forty thousand Minnesotans are eligible to enroll in the state's public uh, publicity uh, subsidized insurance program for low income residents known as Minnesota Care, right? It said Minnesota is now the second state to allow all low-income residents to enroll in public insurance, regardless of uh, immigration status. The state aims to begin enrolling undocumented residents in 2025. About 17% of Minnesotans um, uninsured are undocumented, and the expansion is estimated to cost Minnesota about eight million in the first two years, and will jump to a hundred million in the following two years as uh, enrollment increases. So they that mean they go run out of money. You hear me? That's what that mean. They go they got the money now. They go run out of money. That's all. They go run out of money. It says workers without status have made enormous sacrifices to our state, paying the highest toll to keep our state running during COVID nineteen. All all people uh, deserve access to health insurance. That's damn right. We do. Because people, people, it's different insurance, man. Like, right now, I'm going through that right now. I'm going through that shit right now. Um, my location worker, I had, uh, I had UCARE MA. Um, I was kind of comfortable with that because, you know, I get my teeth fixed, cleaned, you know, routine checkups, you know, all that stuff. And um, me in the process of doing, uh, me in the processes of the situation that I'm in, uh, my insurance had was changed. And now that it's changed, right, now a lot of things I can't do. I got to set up other rides um, through MA, disability MA. Um, she basically didn't tell me uh, how that goes, but that's no here there. Um, 
But back on back on track though, they said lawmakers originally proposed expanding Minnesota care uh, eligibility eligibility to residents above the income cap to buy into the program, but legislators ultimately delayed the expansion by at least one year to study its impact. The state must conduct an uh, actual analyst to determine state costs, premiums, and projected enrollment among their details. So like this just told you, yeah, ain't no expansion, ain't none of that. We go do this, we'll do this little whoop, see how it turn out, and we gonna go from now. That's what they're saying, Jack. Minnesota could be the first state to offer a government-run public option health care. But the earliest Minnesotans might be able to enroll is in 20,000, I mean, 20,000, 2027. So, um, that's just one thing, the crisis, y'all, the crisis. Uh, like I told y'all, I have, I will have different type of other categories, but I do want to touch on um, this abortion restrictions that you know res- shit, right? So you know the abortion restrictions uh, got reappealed, right? And I'm just, bro, look, <laughs> the bill repealed most of the state's restrictions on abortion, many of which were already ruled unconstitutional by the district uh, court judge. Those include the requirements that women wait 24 hours before having an abortion, that abortions after the first trimester be performed in, the, in a hospital, and that doctors recite a list of medically claims about the risk of abortion. Lawmakers also repeal, reappeal the state's restrictions on abortions after, uh, which existed in the uh, illegal gray area because of the 1970s ruling that found it was more restrictive than the sense overturned. Roe versus Wade decision allowed. Um, I'm just going to keep it real, man. Who is you? Who is you to tell a woman what to do with her body, man? What? What? Who the fuck? Wait 24 hours before having an abortion. Motherfuckers, you crazy? What if this woman, God forbid, what if the woman get raped, man? Hmm? You ain't think of that, huh? Yeah. You ain't think of that, huh? Y'all did, but y'all don't give a fuck. Y'all about the money. Y'all about the money. I just um uh I just don't understand that. Who the fuck is y'all to tell any motherfucker female what to do, man? Y'all going too far with this shit. Y'all going a little bit too far, you stupid motherfuckers. I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. I'm filled. You know. I'm really thrilled. I'm thrilled like a motherfucker. But I'm going to go on um, tell you about the lawmakers. Okay, so it says the lawmakers also left in place a version of the Born Alive Act, but changed the uh, mandate 
the doctors preserve the life of babies to care for babies consistent with good medical practice. Pro proponents say that change is compensated to parents who have to induce pregnancy early because of severe complications. Those parents will be able to spend time with their babies for whom no medical intervention will save their lives. So are you hearing this shit, G? The requirement that both parents be notified and a minor seek an abortion was also left in place, even though the law is not in effect because it was ruled unconstitutional by a Ramsey County judge last year. Lawmakers also eliminated the Positive Alternatives Program, which funded so-called crisis pregnancy centers that encourage women to carry uh, pregnancies to term and provide resources to them. Under Minnesota law, grant recipients under the program were explicitly prohibited from counseling clients and abortions or referring them to organizations that provide abortions. Are you fucking serious? Do y'all hear this shit, man? Do y'all hear this shit? Echo. Mute TV. Okay. She always listen to shit. But yeah, man, that shit, this shit is crazy, man. You know, I don't, I don't edit shit. You know, I'm from the hood. You know, this is my podcast, man. You know, I ain't editing the motherfucking thing. So, you know, I got the little whoops in the background like I told y'all. I already told you, motherfuckers. I already told y'all that I'm disabled, too. But I won't let that move me. I won't let that, you know, um, I won't let that make me. You know, I won't let that stop me from trying to reach goals. You know, I'm not gonna let that uh that water down shit, you know, get the best of me. It hurts though. Um uh, I'ma have another um episode about that. But this was just about a few things about healthcare, man, and um uh, the health and human services bill I wanted to tell y'all about. Don't forget about that because that shit's still in play. They still still trying to push that shit for the women. They still trying to push it. So women, I just want y'all to be careful out there. If you don't have no motherfucker, uh, you know, felonies and all that goof ass shit, yo, go get you uh your license to carry. Take some uh take some classes when you get that pistol. Get get real surgical with that motherfucker. Do you hear me? I'm talking about surgical with that bitch. You ain't hear what Denzel said. I'm surgical with this bitch, Jake. That's what I mean. Be surgical with that motherfucker. Because there's some crazy motherfuckers out here. That's trying to take the pussy. You trying to take the pussy, man. First of all, it's too much pussy out here. They, they, they Listen, they throwing the shit. They throwing that shit. They throwing it. Bitches out here fucking for... Uh... <laughs> Bitches out here fucking for weed and cigarettes and shit. Man, listen, I heard some fucked up stories around here. Especially Minneapolis. St. Paul, too. Whoo! I'm trying to tell ya. But, yeah. Like I said, I'm gonna let that goddamn make me, and that's what that is. But, yeah, like I said, this was about, um, this a little short woo about the health situations, and I want y'all to, um, uh, hear my episode, and 
you know, just 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 vibe with me. Vibe with me, y'all. You know what I'm talking about? Just vibe with the nigga. Vibe with me. But this was about health. Definitely was about hitting health. You didn't need um this is gonna be more topics about this health shit because of my situation and uh I will be talking about my situation. Uh in one of these episodes when I get the courage and the heart to do so. Just not right now. It will be on here though. Uh I already told you I was in the wheelchair, so I know y'all are like, what the fuck I get in the wheelchair? But you know, it, it's gonna come. I got a um I got a video coming out too. Um that's uh actually uh talking about <clears throat> my situation that happened. Um yeah. Thank you guys for listening to King's Firmament. This is Terrell King, aka Terrell. The guy, you hear me? Oh my soul, Fofo. <laughs> hey, but y'all, I really appreciate y'all vibing with me. I'm out.